Identity Trust Pulse, where we bring you the latest insights and trends from the fraud and identity industry. The holiday shopping season is in full swing, with Black Friday and Cyber Monday marking the start of discounts and bargains in many countries across the globe. Aside from consumers eagerly searching for the best deals, fraudsters from across the world are also taking part in the holiday shopping spree. I'm excited to be joined today by two of our utmost experts in fraud and identity, Manas Kodogunur and Rafael Costa, to discuss about the fraud trends we observed last holiday season and share smart tips that businesses can leverage to help ensure consumers' holidays are merry and bright and fraud is kept at bay. Welcome, Manas and Rafael. Thanks, Daniela, for having us. Um, really excited to share our findings uh, from last year and also how our customers and merchants around the globe can protect themselves in this holiday season. Thanks, Daniela. Uh, thanks, Manas, uh, for the opportunity to be here and share some experiences that we see here uh, in Latin and globally. And we expect that this content can be helpful for you all to fight and tackle fraud in your business. The holiday season, starting from Thanksgiving and up until December 31st, is a busy period both for consumers and businesses. How are fraudsters utilizing the momentum to their advantage? I think one of the things that we need to recognize is that, you know, obviously with holiday season, you do see a surge in traffic and surge in um, commerce online because consumers are looking to purchase stuff for their holidays, their holiday season. Uh, we have a lot of statistics from Statista that Rafael and I have, you know, put together. Rafael, do you want to talk about some of the trends that we uncovered? Yes, uh, thanks, Manas. Actually, this is a really interesting topic. Uh, what we saw over the, the last years was all across the globe a big digitalization of the consumers of the business. We are recovering now, economically speaking, from the pandemic. We are seeing business thrive on the digital world, on the digital environment. We're seeing that consumers, they got used to do transactions all across the, the internet. They migrated from the physical to the digital world. Last year, globally, Black Friday generating $65 billion in online sales. That was a growth of 3.5% from 2021. Is expected uh, one increase this Black Friday in the US only for 12%. And what this, this tells us, uh, the more digital consumers that we see, more uh, potential targets there is for fraudsters. More people is likewise to fall for scams, for social engineering, and to be defrauded. I agree, Rafael. I think um, fraudsters, what we've observed is they go where the consumers are. And as uh, consumers shop more and more online, uh, fraudsters are going to keep looking for more you know, avenues and more weaknesses in businesses and merchants and in their fraud and identity controls to basically exploit the situation especially with the changes in behavior and how even legitimate customers and consumers basically buy a lot more. There's more activity. There's more high volume transactions. So keeping all that in mind is a big challenge for merchants. And um, we recognize that. You've mentioned fraudsters are updating their attacks. What are some examples of seasonal patterns indicating fraudulent activity that e-commerce businesses should have in mind? 
So, Daniel, our traffic in our LexisNexis digital identity network surged 62% in North America um, online e-commerce payment transactions. So what that means is that we saw a lot more traffic and oh, compared to the rest of the year in terms of uh, you know how many consumers were actually buying stuff across the internet. The most common type of fraud attacks uh, within e-commerce uh, businesses that we've heard of and that we are hearing, continue to hear from our customers are account takeover, bonus abuse, chargeback continues to be a challenge, and synthetic identity theft based on the statistics from our digital identity network. Uh, all types of e-commerce, they are they are being targeted by, by fraudsters. We could see, again, with the pandemic, many small businesses, they had to migrate to digital. And those uh, small businesses, they are kind of more susceptible to the fraud because, well, it's individuals that had uh, small shops uh, that used to sell small goods uh, to small populations uh, in the neighborhood and all of that. Suddenly, they had to migrate to digital. They are susceptible to fraudsters to, that could uh, target them that could scam their users, that could use digital uh, social media, instant messaging systems. And this came as a learning uh, from the pandemic as how fraudsters are migrating, updating their attacks, their scams to lure, to target those small business, just like they used to do with the big ones. What types of e-commerce fraud were most prevalent during last year's holiday season in 2022? So, Daniela, from I'll I'll give a couple of them, and if I can add more, uh, but we've talked about this briefly. Um, you know, account takeover. Basically, uh, what we see from an activity perspective is increase in password resets, and also from an abuse perspective, promotion abuse, or um, you know, trying to make most of available stolen card we see high volume transactions also as another um, key fraud type and manas i I think it's one of the top uh, concerns that i see for e-commerce is uh, our friendly fraud and third-party fraud those are especially hard to detect as uh, first party fraud is uh, someone who Purchase online, then later states that he did not did that purchase is a complex type of fraud to avoid. Uh, third party friendly f- uh, fraud is also a concern because it involves uh, legitimate accounts. And to do that, to be able to identify, correctly identify, it's important to have in place some structured process, some structured tools, some uh, cutting edge technology that can point where the transaction started. If it is possible for the business to identify, correctly identify the device, to have some sort of behavioral biometrics to identify inside that device who was managing the transaction, if, if it was some third party or if it was person itself that was uh, the owner of the account itself that was conducting the transaction, it will reduce uh, the chances of being hit by first party, third party, friendly fraud. Let's also discuss regional differences. We have a saying at LexisNexis Risk Solutions that fraud is a global issue with local nuances. So Manas, what are some of the biggest risks from a North American perspective during the holiday season? 
So for, as, as you mentioned, Daniela, the way we look at it from LexisNexis Risk Solutions perspective, fraud is truly global. And these days, if you think about it, holiday seasons around the globe mostly overlap during the months of October through December. Like in India, we have Diwali season. Um, in the US, obviously, you have Thanksgiving, Black Friday sales. Around the world, there are a lot of uh, festivals and celebrations that happen during this period. Having said this, in North America, we are hearing from our customers that, as I mentioned earlier, account takeovers are, you know, through the year have, has increased a lot. And we believe this will only increase leading up into the holiday season and through the holiday season. For example, at login, the global e-commerce attack rate observed in our digital identity network last year was 1.8%. So what that means is two out of every 100 um, you know, password or login attempts were actually fraudulent. And even the password reset attack was much higher, was three times higher for e-commerce businesses during 2022 holiday season as, rest of, as compared to the rest of the year. We also see account registration spikes going up. Uh, the highest e-commerce attack rate globally observed in digital identity network during the 2022 holiday season. We saw like 6.5% of new account registrations during the holiday season being fraudulent. Thank you for sharing these striking stats. I think they attest to the length that fraudsters will go to take advantage of vulnerabilities. And Rafael, what do you see as the biggest risks in Latin America for the holidays? Just like men, as I stated, we see in LATAM account takeovers as uh, the biggest uh, type of uh, scam that, that's going on. It's the biggest threat that e-commerce they can expect, but also first party and third party fraud, as I mentioned before. And what we see currently in LATAM is with uh, some spike in numbers of stolen devices, uh, most of the e-commerce utilizers, they store data payment data inside their apps. So we're seeing a rise in malicious uh, or fraudulent purchases coming from recognized devices, but that are being done by people who stole someone device. This is one of the key trends uh, that we see. So shops that are delivered in different addresses, different uh, shipping addresses. And this is where it is important to precisely identify all the aspects of a coming transaction uh, using cutting edge technology like behavior biometrics, like geolocalization, cross, uh, crossing data from different sources, comparing the pattern of that specific transaction from past experience from that user. This is what will be critical for business all across the globe. Let's also talk about customer experience because this is a huge priority for e-commerce businesses. What adds to the complexity of holiday season fraud is that legitimate customers might also change their behavior compared to the rest of the year. Businesses can expect to see increases in orders, higher transaction amounts, or changes in shipping details coming from legitimate customer accounts. How can e-commerce businesses continue offering legitimate customers convenient experiences given these changes? The great question, Daniela, and this is a challenge that every business has, every merchant has. How do I continue to provide the best experience to my most loyal customers, legitimate customers, and also identify fraud? That's a delicate balance. I think one answer to that or one word answer to that is data. Now, this data is uh, basically having a complete customer 360 degree view of your customers. So 
looking at past behaviors of how customers have behaved in past holiday seasons, helping you understand and bring that into the fold as into your risk analysis uh, from a data science perspective, and also leveraging different risk signals and external consortiums is what I feel is very important. All this adds to your intelligence, and we have to understand fraud is global, but also not only local to you know, e-commerce customers. So fraudsters don't only attack e-commerce customers. They attack, um, you know, financial institutions. They attack uh, travel and hospitality industries. So you need a consortium that's large enough, that has intelligence, that has seen this device, seen this particular email being used across different industries and also channels. So I feel like data around your customer, building that 360-degree view, and also using and leveraging various uh, risk signals and insights will only help you improve the experience and also clear more legitimate and identify the fraudsters. I couldn't agree more, Manas. When we're talking about all those kind of technologies, all those uh, tools that are available in the market for e-commerce, we need to understand that from the biggest online e-commerce that exists to the smallest one, that one that serves the neighborhood. One of the key uh, challenges that every everyone has is knowing the customer, is understanding the pattern, understanding how the customer buys. And the holiday season is much uh, impulsed by this, those customers will we'll see. So understanding past behavior, understanding how a typical customer behaves and during the journey that he takes from the moment that he logs in till the moment that he uh, or she decides to shop to pay is crucial to validate that transaction during all of the process. So in the moment of the payment, it's all validated. The origin, the geolocalization, the device, email data, uh, payment data, it's all validated so you can provide the least friction possible for a customer that is validated. As we approach the end of our episode, I want to ask you for one final smart tip that you can give out to e-commerce businesses to prepare during the holiday season. What would that be? Be vigilant, leverage data you have about the customer, around the customer, and also leverage a consortium network and fraud and risk tools that provide you the intelligence to distinguish legitimate customers from fraudsters. And on top of that, it's important to add a layered approach for fraud, validations, identifications of the the person uh, validating the ID, validating the digital identification using the consortium data. The most this will create additional layers of security and protect your business against fraud. Thank you so much for sharing these insights, Manas and Rafael. To our listeners, I hope you found this discussion valuable. Make sure you stay safe during the holiday season and, of course, tune in again soon for another episode of the Identity Trust Pulse. The information provided in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to and shall not be used as legal advice. The views and opinions expressed in this program are solely those of the speakers and don't necessarily reflect the views or position of LexisNexis Risk Solutions. LexisNexis Risk Solutions does not warrant that the information provided in this podcast is accurate or error-free.